Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Just $4.99 a month for your all-access pass. Playing now on Fandor is Butt Boy. In this film, Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After going to AA, his sponsor Chip becomes the main suspect in his investigation of a missing kid. Detective Fox starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. Hey everyone, welcome to another Fandor video podcast. Ta-da. There Ta-da. he is, the Chris Kelly. There we go. How are you feeling uh, hey, today, Chris? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Okay, good. Cool. And our amazing producer, hey, Brent. You guys look beautiful today. I don't know what it is. Just maybe the sunlight, the amazing sunlight or something. Right. But you guys just look phenomenal. Well, we have a very special guest. I don't know very much about him. I know he's part of the Napa Film Festival, which is coming up. And his name is Herb. Oh, right. Hey, Herb. Herb Stratford. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice to be here. <laughs> Herb, uh, what, what do you do in regards to the Napa Film Festival? So I'm the director of programming, which really means uh, I lead the film selection and, uh, and recruitment process. And so not only looking at, you know, the films that are submitted, but also chasing films all year long and, you know, staying in touch with directors and saying, hey, we'd like to show your film. And, you know, pretty much just sort of running herd on all things film related. Is uh, Napa the only organization you do this for? Actually, no. Uh, right. It's interesting. I've had sort of an interesting path. Uh, I, I restored a, a historic theater in Tucson, Arizona, and then I started oh, wow. programming films mm. there. Okay. Started a couple film festivals in Tucson. I uh, started working in Napa in uh, 2012, 13, 14. Cause, went cause away because the, the weather's better. <laughs> well, uh, and uh, and then I came back to Napa this year, and I also do some work for Sonoma and uh, and Mendocino as well. So I'm sort of the Northern California film guy. Nice. So how many movies would you say you watch a year? I would say that depending on the year, because I'm a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association too. So I would say I watch between a thousand and twelve hundred films a year. What? That's pretty serious. That means you watch three movies a day. A day. Yeah. Some some days, and some days yeah. you watch five or six and don't yeah. watch any the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so what's a vacation look like for you? Is there is there a vacation in your life at all? Uh, you know, usually... <laughs> Usually vacations include some some uh, some film watching and also visiting historic theaters if I can get if I can talk my way in the door. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I want to ask you a question that you 100 percent aren't going to be honest about, but I got to ask you. <laughs> right. Is there do you find that you're 
sometimes not giving the attention and the awareness to a movie that it deserves because you've watched so many movies that day and you have to go back and rewatch it and say, that was actually a lot better than I thought, but I was so tired and I was so hungry. Has that ever happened? Oh, yeah. No, sure. And, and you know, you try and multitask. You know, there sometimes you have something on and, and, and you know, you're trying to, you know, give it the attention, but you have other deadlines. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I have found myself giving things a, a second chance or going back again to look at things uh, because, you know, sometimes it's, it's your point of view, right? If you're tired or you're, or you're you know, you're, you're crabby or something, you may not have given the film 100% attention like you would in a theater environment, right? But you're, right. if you're at home, you got all these distractions and, you know. So and then sometimes you go back and say after say it couldn't have been that bad and then you watch it again you're like no 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 it was <laughs> that happened it, you know it, it has happened I will tell you that you know there's a difference between being a a a a broadcast film critic you know I'm on radio and TV every week but you know those films right that have a wide release that you're talking about because they're in the multiplex or whatever and then there's the films that you're seeing you know that are submitted to festivals and and there's some things that are really remarkable and you just can't wait to share it with your audience and there's other people you're like wow that was i, I applaud you for making a film but um hmm, that's that was you know, two really hours rem- i wish i had back really <laughs> remarkable and not in a good way <laughs> so let's a for effort right let's talk about napa uh, when when is the film festival so Napa this year is a streaming virtual fest, and it's uh, basically November 10th to the 14th. So it's our normal time. We're just not in person this year. We're just on the streaming platform, uh, which is Elevent, which a number of festivals have done. I think Chicago, Seattle, a number of festivals uh, have done use this platform very successfully, and we're very pleased with it. It's a great way for us to, to showcase these films that we're, that we're anxious to show. And uh, how many films are you guys showing this year? So we're showing about 65 films uh, during the festival, and that includes shorts and features. And uh, and then we also have a tribute program that we're really excited about where normally we would do some of our tributes uh, in person. Uh, but we've gone ahead and we've pre-recorded those. So, you know, we have like Harvey Keitel and Marley Matlin, uh, you know, some really great folks in our tribute program. So you're still going to be able to get that experience. You're just going to be able to watch it over and over again at home. Yeah, the tribute program at the Napa Valley Film Festival has been uh, exceptional over the years. I mean, uh, Matthew McConaughey, John Travolta, Will Ferrell. There's been a whole bunch of great, great people who you've brought up. And when it gets back to in person next year, we hope and expect. Um, I think that that'll all be fantastic. But it's great that you're continuing it on the virtual platform. Well, and, you know, it's an easy sell when you talk yeah. to celebrities and you say, hey, would you like to come up to Napa? Uh, right. We'll have a little conversation with you, celebrate your career, give you a bunch of wine. And, you you know, who, who, who would turn that down? Right. Yeah. All, all you have to do is have dinner with a whole bunch of pain in the ass film people. And uh, I, I've been at a number of those dinners <laughs> and they're fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. So is Fandor sponsoring one? Because, by the way, this is the Fandor video podcast, yes. a company we work for. Are we yep. sponsoring one of these? So you you are sort of a you're sort of not in a specific sponsorship of, of one of the of the of one of the uh, tributes. You are sort of an overall sponsor of the tribute program. So you are a sponsor of the program, and we're happy to have you here. Thank you so much. We're happy to be here. Yeah. All right. So tell us a couple of films that you're particularly excited about this year. 
So, you know, um, I'm a particular fan of documentaries. And so we have some really exciting documentaries this year. Uh, Freedom Mock, who this is her fourth time at the at the Napa Valley Film Festival with a film. She won the Academy Award for her documentary about uh, Maya Lin. She also won an Academy Award for her short first short film that she did. Uh, and so she's back with a movie called The Choir and Conductor about the Los Angeles Children's Choir, which is just a really wonderful film. Uh, we have a documentary about the art world called The Art of Making It, which is really interesting following some young artists trying to break into the contemporary art world. Uh, and then we've also got a great movie about the, the documentary about the competitive world of uh, table setting, which hard to believe is actually a thing. It's called. Oh, my God. Uh, and hold on. Hold on. What's it called again? It's called Set. S-E-T with okay. an exclamation. Right. And uh, it basically follows a group of, of individuals at the Orange County Fair who are competing to win the best in show at uh, oh, table wow. setting. Which, so, uh, you know, w- wait a minute. Wait <laughs> a minute. This isn't a Eugene Levy like, you know, mockumentary <laughs> or, uh, you know. So, <laughs> but but it is that. So, so it is it is very much best in show, but uh-huh. it's it's not a mockumentary. It's, yeah, a, documentary. it's a real documentary. <laughs> so what okay, did you what right. did you learn mm-hmm. about table settings that you could share with us right now? Well, I think what I learned is, um, you know, it's not only the rules about, you know, how many forks and knives and how far away they are are from the edge of the table. But, you know, where does the napkin go? You know, can you have anything in with the napkin? Are you allowed to have taxidermy on the table? So what can you put in the napkin? Is, is, can you reveal that to a Well, uh, taxidermy? Apparently nothing. <laughs> uh, apparently nothing. So if, if you, you know, if you see sometimes people stick the, a little like menu or something, you know, in a fold, that's a big no-no. Apparently oh. you have to be able to pick the napkin up without doing anything else and, and put it down. So you get marked down when you do that. Oh. Wow. And is there any is there a rule about candles? I'm a big candles fan. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, you know, I don't recall any rules specifically about candles per se, but, you know, the whole thing is, you know, they, they have to set this table and they have to do it in a way, you know, with a theme. And then there's all these different, you know, they judge them on, you know, color and on, you know, composition. And, you know, it's funny, like when you watch this film, like, you know, one table, I think they forgot a spoon and they get, you know, a big demerit for doing oh, that. And the person's oh. just horrified because how could they forget a spoon? But you know, you got 500 details. So. They're all flying around. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So I will say this. Chris and I and even Bryn have been to a bunch of bougie dinners. And when you go to uh, a dinner that does have fancy, like a fancy setting, it, it really does up the level of the event. Yeah. It really does. All well, right. So and and then you know for for uh, uh, the the folks who consume at these dinners, you just always need to remember outside in. Like that's that's how you go. With the, with the, that's that's still the secret, right? right. I hope. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That is so, the secret. Yeah. So what what other movies? Is there anything else? Yeah. You know, there's some really great narrative films. Uh, we have a movie called Precarious that I just absolutely love. It's a, a narrative story that's sort of in this uh, sort of bizarre, surrealistic sort of 1950s world, and it's all handcrafted. The director made all the sets in his living room, and it is just a remarkable film. 
Uh, love that. Uh, a couple of French movies, uh, Fires in the Dark about a medieval village in France and uh, Vagabonds about some homeless people in, in France. Just some really, really strong film. Winter House with uh, Lily Taylor. Some really strong narrative films as well that I'm so pleased to be able to, to share with audiences. So what's uh, do you, could you tell us the cost to uh, to be a part of the festival? Do you know that off the top of your head? Yes, I do. There's two ways to participate. Uh, you can get an all access pass for ninety nine dollars, which gives you access to everything. Uh, or if you're just a, a short film fan, you can buy that for twenty five dollars. And uh, and that pass gets you access to, you know, like 30 some odd short films. So, you know, okay. some of those people just love shorts and that's all they want to consume. And, and they can do that, too. Are you accepting payment in crypto? Oh, good question. Excellent question, Chris. We are not yet, but maybe in 22. Okay. Um, And let's just end with this. For a guy who watches up to 1,200 movies a year, it's unfathomable. You cannot have – do you have a social life? Be honest. There's no way, right? It's a very – You can watch movies with other people. Very small. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're watching five movies a day, like, is there ever a time where you – just don't even turn on the TV. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I actually welcome the quiet sometimes. Or you get on a plane and, you know, you just read a book. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. So uh, for a guy who – give us four movies off the beaten path or popular movies. It doesn't really matter. That you really love, that really talk to you, that you love to share with us. Yeah. So, you know, you really – you put me on a, on a spot with this one because, I mean, you know, every year there's more movies that I love. Um, but I, I there are a couple things stand out recently. Um Embrace of the Serpent, I just absolutely loved uh, the black and white film about uh, the Amazon. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember that one. That was about 2018, maybe. Um, Birds of Passage in 2019 uh, in Colombia about sort of when the drug trade took over and the impact it had on indigenous people. These are narrative films, uh, beautiful films. Uh, I thought The Sound of Silence was really an uh, an overlooked film uh, with uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Just fabulous film. Uh, and then also going a little bit further back, I loved War Witch, which I don't know if you guys remember seeing that one, but that was set in uh, in the Congo. And it was just a really eerie, amazing film. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always impressed by these stories that we get to share and the fact that festivals really are, you know, a large part of the distribution market for for filmmakers, because somebody has to to help raise the awareness of these titles because there's just so much white noise out there. We've got to we got to we got to shine a light on some filmmakers. That's why we're here. That's Ta-da. what we're doing. We are yeah, we raising the awareness. The Festival podcast is about raising awareness. That's so, that's that's yeah. the whole point of Fandor. Thank you, Herb, yep. for saying Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All no. right. Remind us one more time. What's the uh, website for Napa Valley Film Festival? So it is NapaValleyFilmFest.org. And if you go there, you can uh, you can uh, go in and, and get a pass. And you can also take a look at all of the little little descriptions of the films and you can see um you know who our tribute artists are this year and uh and again get that do that ahead of time so you're all geared up and ready to go on november the 10th awesome Awesome. so great well herb thank you so much for your time you're you're very seasoned we interview a lot of people you got incredible enthusiasm you're Mm -hmm. really knowledgeable i mean you're the total package i have a feeling sundance is going to recruit this guy there we go I mean, you know, change over in the executive director, uh, you know, phase. So um, new executive director may want her own new team. So. Herb, if they asked you to be the executive director of Sundance, would you say yes? Oh, I don't I don't know about that. That sounds like, uh, you know, that, that sounds like I wouldn't get to watch as many films. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
All right, Herb. We wish you nothing but the best, man. Thanks so right. much, brother. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Playing now on Fandor is Butt Boy. In this film, Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After going to AA, his sponsor Chip becomes the main suspect in his investigation of a missing kid. Detective Fox starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. That's F-A-N-D-O-R. The home for cinephiles. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.